Yo, yo, yo. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, the franchise player, Double B Babla. Guess what? It's Tuesday night, and I'm here again. It's Tuesday. With your boy, Throwback. And tonight, I brought the man in the chair himself, Mr. Shane Husky. It's not even my regular week, and I'm it here. It's not even your regular week. And I'm here. Because I had to watch the NXT event today, and I got to so, say, what a show. So let's just start this off like I do with Wicked Crazy Pitfalls. What's up, boys? How you doing? So how days. was your yeah. lovely Valentine's Day and everything? Yo, shout out to Sean Ross that man. His bangles was really close. <laughs> I'm I, I'm a, I'm a, ever since I started doing this podcast stuff and I lost that bet to Sean about the jersey and I have it up there, I've kind of been like a like a pseudo Bengals fan. Watching <laughs> them do really good this year was great. I mean, I, I'm allowed to have three NFL NFL teams in my lifetime, so is that even allowed? Uh, Bengals is allowed. I well, I have, I'm a Matt Ryan fan, so I've seen him play in Boston College when he was here. So I have a Falcons jersey and a BC jersey with him. So I mean, there's some Boston College uh, athletes in there. So I mean, I just like pulling for people's teams that I actually care about. So, but. Like you guys said, NXT was really good. Vengeance Day was really good. So what did you guys think of it? All right, man. Look, let's start out like this. Anytime you start a show off with a fucking steel cage match. Weaponized. A weaponized steel cage match. (laughs) Bro. My God. 100 miles per hour. I just got to say this. WWE, Raw, and SmackDown, y'all need to take notes from NXT. Cause this is how you run a damn show, right? Like I, I mean, you know, everyone knows I'm not an NXT fan anymore. I'm not a 2.0 fan. This, tonight, this probably brought back my love for NXT again. Yeah, tonight a little bit, of, a little bit of love, man. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I look, miss NXT. I want to give Pete Dunn. Everyone knows I'm not a Pete Dunn guy. I just, I, I can't stand Pete Dunn personally. This but, was probably his best match in, yes. in the American yes. NXT. Yes, I was gonna say this. This right here is Pete Dunn from. NXT UK. That's how good this match was. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that your boy Tony D'Angelo, Tony D'Angelo, Tony D'Angelo showed up and showed out tonight. Yes, he did. This match yeah. was primarily one of those matches that one person won, but they both win anyways. Exactly. exactly. And, and to me, for Dunn, this was probably his best match in NXT overall compared to his match against Bates. If go look, if you don't wow. know who I'm talking about, look at the Tyler Bates Damn. matches wow. with him. You want Those were knockout, drag out UK fights when they first started doing them. that's high praise, man. That yeah, is, that is high, high praise, praise, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Bates and that, this match had everything, and then it also the way the ending of the match intertwined with their story so mm-hmm. wovenly and delicately. Yeah. This is what main roster shit should be. Sorry if, if I'm breaking, breaking a budget or getting beeped or whatever. But is this okay. is no, the no. same stuff that the main roster should follow. And having <laughs> having a little bits of hints and pieces of crumbs, crumbles all around in this show where they're going to go for stand and deliver was excellent. I gotta say, man, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And this was one of those shows, and like, like I said, I'm not one of those people that like to, that, that will, that will be all excited about NXT because you know that's just not me. But I just gotta say, like this show, this show was it was like like the go it was good. 
Yeah, it was awesome. I, 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 if this was on the black and gold and this was on a network, this was probably be a top, by the end of the year, the top, one of the top two shows for a takeover. If it was just a takeover, a period in the year, it probably would be the second best takeover of the year if you had to get when, you know, 2022 is out. I think this is this show is a lot better than it than a lot of their regular one-off shows. Damn cat freaking freaking back there. I know how it feels. Um, I I literally believe cold heartedly that this is probably right up there with the Brooklyn shows that they did yeah. for a series up wow. there for the takeovers. I am just oh. because of just because how. With the Brooklyn takeovers back then, they literally wove all these stories into it, and it makes so much sense. This is the first NXT show that I've watched, which is just a one, a two-hour show special, basically, where it absolutely made sense, and it progressed yep. to what's coming down the pike in the next two months. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Now... We need all need all stand up and hold reserved on this on me saying this because it's WWE. So we with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, they can go twenty steps ahead and thirty back. But for tonight, Oscar, if this was going against AEW on Wednesday, I think for the first time, if they were still doing the Wednesday Night Wars. WWE NXT if it was wow. on Wednesday night wait, just wait, for wait. this. Wait, possibly, wait, wait. Let me finish. Hold let on. me finish. Don't even do let that. Let me finish. <laughs> could possibly, possibly, like a small smidge of possibility smidge. of not beating them on a Wednesday night, but get evening that gap that they had. Okay. I can, so I, like, I can even out the ratings and everything. And- so like instead of being no like that huge, no, but not. I'm talking about like for that huge gap, it would have came a little shorter, close. and people would be talking about tomorrow how close NXT was if it was on a Wednesday to AEW at that point. Now they're on Tuesdays, obviously, but this would be one of those things where people say, like, "What if this show was on a Wednesday, and how close would it be?" Okay, so let me let me start by saying this. The Picard, Hello, Loco in the Cambesa? <laughs> yeah, yeah we've been drinking that. you've been drinking a lot tonight, obviously. Um, <laughs> um the show was actually really good. Like, really I, I mean, like like ladies and gentlemen, you know me. I call a spade a spade all the time. If I think it was a shit show, I'll tell you it was a shit show. But quite honestly, the show was pretty good. I mean, there were a few things that I didn't like about the show naturally. But um, I mean, to start the match out, to show out with a weaponized cage match. I mean, okay, well, let's start from the beginning. They start to show out with a total with a toxic attraction video, right? Mandy Don't Rose, they always do champion. that with a special NXT show. but wait, they're texting each other about tonight's matches, and you know, oh yeah, it's gonna be on Sci-Fi. Vic Joseph, you know, he comes and welcomes everybody to Vengeance Day wearing his hot pink outfit. Little do you know, he was matching his girlfriend in the background. No one saw that. Um. <laughs> But you know, I mean, he he comes on, and they 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 immediately start the show with Pete Dunne and Tony D'Angelo in a weaponized steel cage match. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Dude, they use everything. At one point, he zip, uh Tony D'Angelo legitly zip tied. <laughs> commentary yeah. was funny at that. His commentary together, was funny, bro. He, you know, D'Angelo got the fire extinguisher spray done in the face. You know, um, just it was craziness, craziness. But to, it, can you imagine wrestling a match in zip ties? Yeah, that that that's the thing. No, is is that one of the things? Uh, Barrett and the other guy, I can't remember his name, that which is awful for Joseph. me to do. Uh, he was even like, hey, D'Angelo looks like he's done this before a few times. I was just like, oh my God, if this was a bad thing to say on TV. Right. Like, those you can't <laughs> say on television things. Um, but, oh my God, the, the crowbar, crowbar fight Whoa. at towards the tail end. The, the battle freaking being broken in half. You know, it, it it literally had every little bit of th- everything. This was almost like I was looking into this match as like these the Ambrose Asylum match with Jericho, where it was like everything here, a little bit in there. But this, but this went, was especially especially the differences is that with the Ambrose Asylum match, if you go back and look at it on YouTube or on the network, the camera was panned out around mostly but with zero mm-hmm. close-ups right in front you can tell me and you know this guy here or whatever pointing direction i am right now are both tech geeks but when it comes to that stuff but um but having the camera guy physically in there and having four people in the ring That's just so weird. It, in certain spots it was weird but it made so much perfect sense because you could see how it feel to Every individual hit when they pulled out the camera for the normal frames, but the close-ups and stuff and the pans up and the dude, it was perfect. It was like exactly you could feel every hit that they were doing to each other, but it made so much sense because of the fact that you see each hit and how each spot was set up, even with the camera, it wasn't shaky. It wasn't anything like the main roster stuff would be. It was absolutely, I, I dude, if I was WWE, you give that camera guy a raise for even putting his life on the line in that ring. Right. <laughs> I would not even go in there and be like, yeah, no, no thanks. Maybe it's like, it's like the franchise versus Parrish. And we put Shane in the middle of the ring with the camera and be like, just pray to God you don't die. <laughs> oh man, God, God hit me triple for that. Shout out hey, to Parrish, man. by the way. Shout out to Parrish. That's right. Look, man. Look, this whole match, outstanding. If I had yeah. to give it a, if I had to give it a grade, um, I would legitly give it a B. Um, Pete Dunn won the match, but he hit him with two bitter ends. Yes, but there was one part where where Tony D'Angelo had, when Tony D'Angelo still had him what strapped up with the uh, the um, zip ties that they were on the ground fighting and Tony Angelo reached into, he was choking D'Angelo out and he reached into the, the, the toolbox yeah. and he grabbed the wire pliers and he cut the, he clipped the wire to release him. Cause he was getting choked with the, with the uh, zip ties and it looked like he freaking clipped his fingers. I was mm. like, Oh my God, did he cut his finger. Like these, these two guys are, they are money together. Yes. Please God. Oh, please. Don't let this be the end of their feud. Let them fight like two or three more times. The one feud that we actually like. It was great. <laughs> I, well, the thing is, is that and you're you're alluding to this now, so we might as well talk about it. Is is that they're hinting at a done uh, 
Carmelo feud right now. Well, well, so, well, well, see, now you just ruined it because now the fans didn't know who won the match between Carmelo and you know your boy. But see, now you just <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I was saying you know they were alluding to it. You could it doesn't. We don't know who. We know, and the public knows who won that match, but the people who are just watching this later on, yeah. You know, at this point, you know, we they were alluding to it before anything. So, I mean, we don't know at this point who won the match between Grimes and Mello. So, um, but it if they do Hayes and Dunn, oh my God, that physicality mixed with that athleticism, dude, they. That has to be your stand and deliver match. That has to yes. be night one. Well, the all event. these matches are going towards stand and deliver, which is really good. Um, which should be on Peacock and not on the US. But the question I, I when we get to, the, I want to ask this too, since we're I mentioned this is with Grimes now the way they're setting up. Do you think this validates Hayes' title run, even though it's his first defense, or do you want to hold reserve and judgment for when he goes against Dunn? Well, first and foremost, let's just go ahead and congratulate um, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you why. There have been seven NXT North American champions. And a lot of them are And there has been two North American Championship retention, Matt. Retention yes. and these title defenses. Two. They just don't give a damn about the NXT North American Championship. No, I'm sorry. Three now, because Carmelo did it twice. But three champions have defended the title. Johnny Gargano did it once. Um, and then Carmelo Hayes did it twice. It's pretty sad. But, you know, anyway. Um, so let me go to a a really cute like little video vignette. Um Raquel Gonzalez calls Cora Jade in the middle of like <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. What are you <laughs> doing? Why can't you do it at ten o'clock? First that's off, already, like, me, that sounds like up. me on my day off. First off, why is Cora Jade sleeping with a beanie on? Right. <laughs> so Cora Jade gets up and she's like, I'm, I'll be ready, I'll be ready. Um they show the NFC they showed the NXT apartment building where all the NXT guys stay, which kind of sucked because now fans can know where they live. Um, know where they live. But, you know, they uh, she talks to her about they need three wins to win the Dusty Cup, which starts next week, ladies and gentlemen, the Women's Dusty Cup. Finally. Um, should be interesting. It should be interesting. So um, Raquel says, hey, I've won it before, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're, they're doing like a whole bunch of training. And at one point, <laughs> Raquel goes, you know, Cora, I'm really proud of you. And she turns around. And Cora's eating a pastry. And she goes, you're hungry? And she slaps it out of her hand. No, oh, man. Hopefully that wasn't a toaster strudel. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was it was really funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, basically, that was day one. And she looks at her. She goes, I'm proud of you for hanging on. I'll see you tomorrow. And she's like, tomorrow? Yeah, we're going to do the same thing all over again. She's like, all right, I'll be here. <laughs> so this... These cute little buddy cop vignettes is what I like to call them. Um, it was actually really nice. Um, then we get a pre-recorded promo from, of course, MSK. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not really too excited about MSK these days. I just the whole riddle thing kind of you know just annoyed me. Uh, then we get a video where Trick Williams and but, but... Carmelo Hayes arriving to the venue, and then we get footage of Cameron Grimes walking into the venue. So Cameron Grimes. they're doing. 
you can see a lot of main roster uh main rosterisms yeah. on this show. Which I kind of didn't like. I I thought it was interesting with the whole shirt with like Hayes' shirt with Grimes just sitting back with the old Cameron Grimes photo of him and stuff like that. Um I I just think that with them two, Grimes and Hayes, I wanted more time with this because I loved how the match went. I it, it went exactly the way I thought. I am I upset that Grimes didn't get a shot at this? Yeah, I'm upset that he didn't get like you know the opportunity to win tonight. But the problem, the thing is, is that this could also continue on to something else at Stand and Deliver, a good idea that I'll, I'll pitch to you guys later. But for me, it, having these two direct opposites of each other with the same, with different styles, and they meshed so well, made that when they had this match, probably the second best match on the night on this card. Yeah. I, I will say that. I will agree to that. Yeah. Um, so then we get back to the ring for the first title match of the night. Now I'm I'm really opposed to this because the NXT women's tag team champions, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, toxic attraction, they come out with Mandy Rose. They come out first. Champions should never come out first. No, they should always come out second. Because if they come out first, then people know that they're gonna gonna lose. So the champions come out first. Um Fans, fans chant. We want Gigi. <laughs> we want Gigi. She was getting Gigi Dolan is getting the big pop, dude. Fans love her. I mean, so do I. Um, fans love her. Like she, she's so over. Like I don't understand why. I mean, I know why, but um. Anyway, so then the the challengers come out: Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. Um, it was, it was a pretty decent back and forth tag team match. It was decent. I mean, quite honestly, like, I'm going to say this and probably get some heat, so don't at me on Twitter. I mean, fuck it, at me on Twitter. I don't care. I was going to say. This was probably better than any of the Raw women's matches and the SmackDown women's matches. Yes. Damn. Most of the NXT. Look at BB being like Carmelo Hayes and calling his shot. Bro, I I don't (laughs) miss. (laughs) Most of the NXT women's matches are better than the main roster I'm just going to say this, and you know you can come at me if you want to. It's all good. You can try me on Twitter. Um, Just like if I can shoot promos in person, I kill people on Twitter as well. Um, uh, My Twitter game is strong, so don't, don't at me. If you, you want to know his Twitter? on Twitter, but you don't kill the people that you care about on Twitter, you you build them up even if they do something well, wrong. You're supposed to, yeah. Yeah. Um, so so this these and okay, remember when we had this conversation, Shane, a couple weeks ago about the W the WWE women's tag team titles. And that's oh yeah, they, they how were, they don't they were a matter. Mistake. They were a mistake. Yeah. Because when they when we had the golden role models, that was great. They defended the titles on all three brands. Ross, and everyone was and watching. Everyone was yeah. watching. So they made the tag team belts mean something. And I was one of the big one of the big proponents of don't give NXT women's tag team titles because you got Raw and you got the champions at Raw and SmackDown coming down there. There should be one singular set of tag team belts. Yes. Now I'm going to go ahead and say this. As pretty. As those world women's world tag team belts are, 
They are they are pretty. They're nothing. They're just pieces of metal on leather. They mean nothing. These NXT women's tag team titles should be the main tag team titles with women. Yes. Because Gigi Dolan and um, um, JC Jane are making those belts mean something and making them matter. They're having fucking st- they're having kick ass matches. Their storyline is on point. Like they are making the belts matter. Because guess what, ladies and gentlemen, they defend the belts like all the time. Yes, they yeah. do. You, I've I've seen two WWE women's tag team title defenses in the last seven months. So. Does that mean the main women's tag team champion were a mistake than the NXT women's yes. tag team champion? Yes, I, I, I'm full on saying that the women's tag team titles right now should be they, they, they should drop those belts on the main roster and let the NXT tag champions defend them all yeah. over the rosters. Until they or better yet, I can go one step further. Having them unified, both uh, both of them together to and keep the NXT logo on that. And have Selena Vega and, Car- and Carmella Show their what they're made of. Hey, that's a fantasy booking right there, man. Literally, you could fantasy book the the main roster women's tag and the NXT tags for Mania and be like, who wins? Yeah, (laughs) actually, have Selena Vega and Carmella show their showcase. That is not under five minutes. (laughs) I I I agree that the NXT titles are. Let's just say this overall. Tag team in general in NXT across both genders yes. are literally a lot stronger. It is on the main roster, and definitely. As much as it stinks to say that I'd rather keep it this way, we don't know what WWE is going to do, and I pray to they God, don't know what they're going to do. They yeah. don't know. That's the thing. But I pray to God that they don't just drop the ball on this i just think let these guys go build up the the women in the dusty cup and let it rip let these people go i did like the vignette though for the dusty cup that they were hitting at trying to get tag teams because i like the idea and this is a little crazy Wendy Chu and dakota kai have grown on me right now to the point where it just seems so Interesting. Let's let's no no don't don't jump the gun, guys. Don't jump the gun. (laughs) Let's go to that when we get to that. Because my (laughs) oh my, I was so excited for this. (laughs) Now hold. I know we're jumping here and there and there, but that that's what makes it a little fun, a little more crazy. Yeah, I love Wendy Chu. I'm just gonna say it right now, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know who Wendy Chu is, you need to. You better go ask somebody. Um, I love Wendy Chu. She is the funniest. Like she just walks up sucking on her fucking water bottle, and she she, she walks up, "Hey loser!" Like like wow, <laughs> and she did it. It was so funny because she did it in such a, a snarky like like way of doing it, Sarcastic. but it was like, and eh, you know, "Hey loser!" And then she's <laughs> like, then you know, Dakota Kai is talking to herself, and she's like, "Yo, um, so um, I got an opportunity for you because my partner just dropped out, and um." You, me, Dusty Cup, and she was like, "She's like, yeah, it'd be fun. Me and you, it'd be fun." Yeah. And Dakota Kai legitly was having an argument with herself, and that's what made was, it funny. Was little Jimmy in the backstage area? With it was little Kai? Jimmy. Oh. It was uh, <laughs> it was cousin Jane. It was Jimmy John. <laughs> it was Billy Bob. It was yeah. It was all of them. It was everybody. Lily. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this women's tag team match gets gets crazy to the point to where. The ref sees Mandy Rose interfere and tosses her out. Yeah. 
that's kind of predictable a little bit. Of course, you know, it was of course it was. But in the end, I don't I don't know what happened, but um Prada Prada was like she went to spear um Gigi Dolan off the top turnbuckle. She had to, he knelt with the spear and uh JC Jane jumps Prada on the back. And for some reason, Indy Hartwell gets bumped outside. Like I don't know, like she was gone for like the last like two minutes of the match. Yeah, it didn't make any sense at it all. Made in no that sense spot. at all. I was like, okay, so that that was their big screw up because it was like there. It made it made a a really really good match to like uh okay, well they messed that up, but what? Why did that happen? It's like you question it, but for it, but the overall match was great, and then it. It led to the vignette afterwards, which with everything with Loomis and stuff like that, but it's seeming like this is the way they're heading. They're heading to, you know, the semifinals that they're they're basically hitting at the four teams that they're probably going to put in there for it. Exactly, I, I kind of saw that coming. But it's just well worth having, you know, different styles in this in that whole in the Dusty Cup. So it's. For me, I'm looking forward to the women's one. The men's one was amazing. So I was going in, but I like you, we were talking about this, BB, is that it literally, I thought, and I was hoping the women's side would be better than men's. Now I'm kind of like stand back in shock that I was pretty wrong because the men's after the whole thing we'll talk about a little bit later was just, the whole tournament top to bottom was amazing. And it's just, I'm completely in awe of this whole aspect of it. I wish the main roster had this. It would, it, instead of having Everyone multiple tie, having like gaps where you're just, you know, having, you know, transition promotions and all stuff in between, or, you know, programs here and there in between instead of matches and stuff, having just like, have them get ready to do a tournament. They did the the same the whole thing with the king and the ring. Bring back another tournament and have something have more and stakes. Hell, Adam Schiffer, freaking AK Braun Strowman, still has that freaking t- green ass title belt. He is the longest <laughs> reigning champion in that company. Hey, remember that? that remember, remember, he's the he's uh, the winner of the greatest Royal Rumble Great ever. Royal Rumble. Yeah, fifty people. Yeah, fifty yeah. people. But I, I, he's technically he, he puts out there sometimes. I'm the longest. He held that two thousand three hundred sixty six days. So, I, <laughs> I think that the this match is going to run back. It might be in a couple of weeks. I think that they're gonna try to clean up a couple of things just to prep this up because the Dusty Cup has a long way to go until it's finished. Yes. Um. But. I think just to keep toxic attraction other than, you know, in the your screen primarily, they're going to put other tag teams or, you know, you know, trios in front of every all of them in there. So don't I wouldn't be surprised you seeing, you know, Kylie Ray and Io Shirai with, you know, That's someone else or or something like that in that scenario i already told you who i thought was going to win the women's as soon as they hint that 
they have a horrible track record of letting you know, hey, we want them to win. But then if something bad happens, we have to figure that out later. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, they had Thatcher and Ciampa. If they were in the Dusty Cup the year that, that year, they would have won it. They were hinting at they wanted them in there. It just, for some reason, it didn't work. So I'm just, I'm ecstatic though, because at least with the, with the way everything else is being set up for this tournament, there's, it's going to be funny. It's going to be fun. And there are going to be some spots, but especially with certain performers in this, that's going to make you be like, oh my God, this is so good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this women's cup because <laughs> these, it's going to be, I can explain it, ladies and gentlemen. You ever just like get excited about an event and you're excited because you can see great stuff about to happen? Yes. Well, that's how I am about this this women's Dusty Cup. I'm excited for the simple fact that these women that are going to be in this Dusty Cup, dude, it's going to be so awesome because you get women. Okay. The WWE has a very bad way of, of putting women in matches. They have a very horrible way of showcasing women in professional wrestling. In this Dusty Cup, you have no choice but to showcase these women in a very positive, very um, um, very visual way. Don't do like you did on the main roster with, the, with, with two minute matches and three minute matches and three minute squash matches. This is going to be like a women's tournament. And isn't it isn't it funny how the Dusty Women's Classic is happening at the same time the AEW announced that they were doing the Owen Hart Memorial Cup? Yeah, that, it is kind of interesting that how that is. Cat, but, cat, uh, and, that, it, and on top of that, there's been a load of news coming out of AEW today. So. Oh yeah. Well, look, um, I'm a, you know, what? let's talk about this. Let's talk about this real quick because I said oh something earlier. Oh my god. I said something earlier, and I just want people to know that I'm not hating because I'm not going to be one of those dudes. I'm not a WWE or AEW stand. I'm not going to be like either or, either or. I'm going to say this: Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes are not gone from 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 AEW. Um, I think Cody is gone from AEW because he wants to pursue the he wants to pursue running for office. Like he was a governor of Georgia, senator of Georgia, whatever one. Like he wants to run for office. He's been talking about that for years. Okay. And, you know, he's just burned out. He's burned out on wrestling. I get it. We all get that way. Yeah. If you've ever been in the wrestling ring, trust me, you're probably burned out from wrestling. Um, but in, in the grand scheme of things, if Cody does decide that he's gone from professional wrestling, he does pursue that. Awesome. You know, Cody Runnels. Fuck it. Cody, Cody Runnels. Congratulations. You and Brandy go live your life. You guys have a beautiful kid. You guys have dogs. Yeah. You guys have a beautiful home. You're you made a life for yourself outside of professional wrestling. Kudos. But only off chance that he decides to go back to the WWE. I foresee two things happening. Oh. One, he goes back to WWE and he gets a great run. Vince is like, yo, we stole him from AEW. Let's give him a fucking stellar run. Or two. He shows back up as fucking Stardust. I hope that doesn't happen. Now, so we all know Dust, we all know Vince. Vince is one of those guys that is very vindictive. Now, I remember Cody, 
remember Cody has gone to the lengths of getting pay-per-view names like like buying like like licensing from for AEW. He's stolen names from from the WWE in their eyes. Things that Dusty Rhodes came up with, he was like, "Yo, I want war games. You're not gonna give me war games? Great, we'll call it Blood and Guts. Oh, you're not gonna give me uh, the Bunkhouse Stampede? Great, we'll call it Stadium Stampede. Stadium you know, Stampede. He did all these things to counteract the WWE and what they were doing when they were, wouldn't release certain, certain intellectual properties. So when these properties came up for for these trademarks came up, you know, when these trademarks came up. It was like, "Yo." Um, we're gonna get these trademarks. The WWE forgot about them, and we're gonna do this. Oh, I finally got the name Rhodes from the WWE. Now I own the name Cody Rhodes. The Vince are gonna be like, "Hey, pal, uh, you really, you really got one over on me, pal." So, uh, welcome back, brother. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and give you a yeah. A and push, all pal. these uh, so called shit. <laughs> all these we so all know. Cody Rhodes haters are now flipping the side, saying, "Oh, yo, we're." We were a big Tony Rose fan, even though after three years, you all been bashing on him exactly. for being in WWE. So I, I'm not going to begrudge I, anyone going back to WWE. Right. If you want to make your money, go make your money, boo-boo. Exactly. It it's all comes down to money. He's going to come back. If he comes back to WWE, I just foresee this, and this is just me. I could be completely wrong, and I probably am. Although I am the predictions champion. I pretty predict a lot of good shit. Um, I could be wrong. I do predict that if he goes back to WWE, he's going to fucking debut as Stardust just to piss off, just to piss him off. Vince is going to promise him all these wonderful things. I'll give you a, I'll let you run NXT. Uh, Yeah, you can have your own brand like you did AEW and shit on him. I I honestly think, and I put this out um, when FIFA went on live, Sean wanted on live to talk about this early this afternoon, that there's two. There's a couple of things I could see happening with Cody, and I wanted to point this out. Um, if Cody uh, takes some time and stuff like that, you know, the politics thing, I could see that happening. I could see him being um, in Georgia, running for office, or somewhere in the country doing it. I think the other thing is is that there's one place I believe he's never been to, and it would be an interesting idea is that him going to New Japan strong or New Japan in general for a short period of time for a short yeah, run. New Japan. Yeah, he has been in New Japan. N- not New Japan strong. Re- that's fairly oh, new, yeah. I believe. Well, I, I, I get you on that. But I was using the New Japan umbrella as a whole mm-hmm. kind of thing, but just focusing on strong is an idea for him to go do that because of the fact that he could do so much stuff there. I think if he does come back to WWE, I think it's just going to be as him, as not as Stardust, as much as Vince is a, can be a very vindictive. But I think him being a very creative person, and as much as Vince shits on his family all the time, I think he... Fire my own son. I think... I know. Well, I'll get to the point. Is I think Cody will end up doing what his dad did eventually with NXT and help develop more talent down the line. So that way, when Cody wants to be away from it all, he can do the same thing like Punk is doing, where it's like, oh, I want to be with the. I wonder what it'd be like to fight, be with that person. I help develop them, but I, I've never had the opportunity to face them. That kind of mentality. Right. So, but. That's neither here nor there, but I'm, you know, just so long as he's happy and healthy, you know, Brandy and his kids and 
everybody around him is like, okay, that's all that shit matters. Yeah, really. And shouldn't have to be about what the fans want, it should be about what they want. <laughs> so, since we got off the track for a couple, for a second, like we always do sometimes, we for we were talking about the women's tag team champions uh, t- title, but let's get into the in the uh, the Dusty Cup final right now. Since we were talking about tag teams and stuff, and I was can I'm eating a shit ton of crow tonight because God, I thought MSK could do it, and that match was so perfect to me this it was, really was the good. match of the night this hey, let, led let, up let, to everything let i thought it would be let me say something real quick um i don't know if you guys remember mickey J. he was yeah. a referee for smackdown for wcw yeah. he passed away yesterday oh um mvp just posted it right now so um yeah rest in peace uh mickey J. it's been around for a long time he was a smackdown right. referee um started with wcw um a lot of people didn't agree with his political, you know, a lot of people didn't agree with his politics. Um, but hey, um, yeah. So anyway, rest in peace to uh, Mickey J. Anyway, okay. So go ahead and go back to what you were saying. I just, I just want to get that out before we got <laughs> further into forgetting about it. it. No, it's okay. I thought this was this tag match for the final for the Dusty Cup was the match of the night. It, for me, I had high hopes going into it. Uh, how physical, how fast paced it could be at times and stuff. It, it it basically continued the story on for for the Creed brothers to go into Imperium for Stand and Deliver. What happened after the match, I didn't expect with uh, with this whole situation that's now yeah. starting up. And that's important because that sets up something else. This whole block right here that they had set it up two or three matches down the line, which is absolutely amazing because you don't get that on the main roster at all. No. Um, and for me, I think the idea of having MSK and the Cree brothers feud for a couple of weeks before, you know, Imperium comes into play for stand and deliver I will call this now and I'll say this at stand and deliver. Don't be shocked that you have a triple threat match for the NXT tag titles. Like right. somehow MSK figures a way to finagle their way into it. Like kind of just like, you know, say we, we were close and then they figure a way to do it. Right. Look, but I don't, I don't, this is just me. I really and truly don't want MSK in the, Tag team scene, they, the, they the, tag, had... the top tag team thing right now. When they were champions, they were fucking annoying. Like they have great matches, but people are so burnt out on them. I'm glad they lost the Dusty Cup. Um, Me too. You know, like it's oversaturation. You know, you, you you put them with Riddle. They have a good match against Imperium um, with with Riddle, but at the end of the day, dude, they've been they 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 they, they, they were the champions last year. They won the Dusty Cup last year. What do they do? What do they do this last year? Nothing. The question I have for you is, is that it Creed Imperium happens tomorrow. Who eats the pin? Which team out of which uh, out of the teams? You're not going to take the belts off of Imperium this early. You might take it off at stand and deliver, but you won't take it off now. If you put MSK in that situation, Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. they're bulletproofed in WWE's minds right now in NXT to where they're the tag team version of Seth, where Seth, you put Seth in a match and any triple threat or whatever type of match it is. And if he eats the pin, he still looks fine. MSK for the, in the tag division, for me, they're the Seth Rollins of that because they could eat this pin in a triple threat match. The creeds I mean, would my... still look strong and you keep Imperium still in great space. It's like that situation we I said earlier. All of them could one two of them could lose and one can win, but all of them come out freaking amazing. That's why I said don't be shocked if some way, shape, or form it turns into a triple threat at stand and deliver for the NXT titles because they're they don't want to have the young if Twitter just literally I'll say this if they put the Creed brothers and Imperium in there by themselves with the Creed brothers, the match will be phenomenal. But people will say after that match that NXT figureheads buried the Creed brothers just to keep quote unquote Gunther or how the hell you say it, keeping Imperium happy (laughs) because they want to keep, you know, I'm going to call them Walter. Screw it. Um, Keep, Walter and the rest of them happy to keep them on stateside. This is why MSK is can do this. They can go into that match, eat that pin for in that triple threat. You save the Creed brothers from people, and as much as WWE doesn't care about people's per, uh, opinions, it keeps the they Creed know. brothers still looking strong. It keeps Imperium happy, and MSK is willing to eat that pin because they know that they can push the narrative to the next thing. Now, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I agree with 75% of what you're saying. I'll take 75 because the but last the, couple of times I've only gotten zero. But sometimes. the 25% that I don't agree with is this with AEW, AEW just had they just had a tag team title match last week. It was um, the gun club, the ass boys versus <laughs> um, um, Jungle Boy Dr- and Luchasaurus. Yeah, Jurassic The Express. Ass Boys whooped their ass all over the ring. And yes, they did. The, the near walls were so close that if you sneezed, it was it, it was a three count. It was that close. That was so much excitement. They drew 1.1 million views, uh, or 1.1.15 million views on AEW Dynamite on Wednesday because of matches like that. You know, this, you know, AEW uh, Rampage had their highest views. Wrestling in the chat. They had their highest views in a long time last week because of that segment with those tag team title matches. Because, see, when you have matches like that, people are genuinely like, oh, shit, what can happen? Dude, I'm sitting here in front of my, my computer like, oh, my God, they won. Oh, my God. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, God. I've never, and I'm a professional wrestler. I know the story. I know the spots. I know what's going to happen. But I was so invested because... It was a coin toss. Anybody could have won that match. Anybody. Anyone could have won that match. And that made it so fucking exciting. As opposed to WWE putting The New Day versus uh, Rick and Joe uh, Jobber from down the street. You know Rick and Joe Jobber are going to lose, so are you excited to see that match? No! So, if you put Imperium and the Creed Brothers in the match, that right there creates such a buzz that, wow, one of them has to lose. One of them is going to be the, the top guy, and one guy is going to have to take a step back. You throw MSK in there, the first thing you're going to say is, well, MSK is going to try to take the, take the pin. So that right there takes the excitement out of the match for me, because now I know who's going to lose. 
Oh. Yeah, I understand your point, but I'm also saying that it's WWE logic. WWE <laughs> logic is they'll they'll put fucking Bob, Joe, and Billy Bob in the ring with them. Um, then they'll add the um, two two random dudes from NXT or, or two random dudes from from 205 Live. Um, they'll get um um the, the janitor that's sweeping the floors over there and the guy selling the popcorn and you know those guys are gonna all get their asses beat so am i gonna want to sit and watch that match probably not i'm probably gonna turn the channel and find something interesting to watch because i already know the outcome it's like yeah. it's like you know that you know that uh smackdown this week you know smackdown this week is uh is it was recorded and the wwe already said that hey you know um you know, um, the Sammy Intercontinental Zane Championship won. match. Yeah, Sami Zayn yeah. won the Intercontinental title yeah. last week. So when Why that segment comes even... on, when that segment comes on, guess what? No one's gonna fucking care. I'm not even gonna watch the show. They're gonna people are gonna change channel. So if that segment came on the same time that Rampage was coming on, guess what people are gonna do? They're gonna switch to Rampage. So you just lost viewers. <laughs> or or they're gonna check out that new NXT Level Up on Peacock now that they put out. Yeah, I was gonna get to that too. My that's pretty stupid. That's pretty stupid. You're gonna do NXT level up. That's great. Another fucking show. You can put that show on the same time you're putting on SmackDown. That's (laughs) kind of risky. Yeah, like no one's gonna watch that show. No, Rampage has got CM Punk. Your own show. If Rampage has CM Punk and they have Brian Danielson and they have, are they have you know? Um, they have Brian Danielson. They have CM Punk. They have, let's say, uh, Darby Allen. They got Hook. Are Hook. you gonna really put NXT level up against Hook? No, because <laughs> guess what? People want to see Hook. They don't want to see everybody oh, knows another the- fucking NXT show. God damn! We're gonna watch watch it on Tuesday. And we're gonna watch it on Friday too. That's just another another few hours of, of WWE uh, writing. Oh God, you know. That's why that's why I I love the fact that it's on the network and you really don't have to watch it live because you can just watch it whenever you feel like it on the network. Right. Yeah, but that's just it. They want you to watch it live because they want those numbers. They want the ratings. Yeah, well not gonna happen. It's gonna be difficult because especially for people like us, where for a good example, you're covering, you know. Rampage and SmackDown. What are you going to do? Cover all three of them? You're going to have to pick and choose. I think for the most part, a lot of pieces like, you know, body slam net here. Um, <laughs> a lot of the content then will probably fall for the NXT Level Up show. Will probably be like later on the next day for people who have watched it talking about it on like a morning show or something like that. That it's most likely going to end up being a Saturday morning kind of thing or a late Saturday night or something so like down Saturday the line. morning slam that they used to do? Oh, those were so oh, good. That only three <laughs> people watched, including <laughs> Throwback. Drew is the chat. <laughs> hey, Drew. Yeah, Drew. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a new NXT show. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Hey, Drew, if you, um, if you want, you can pop on. Just let us know. But yeah, it it's it's just what are you going to do i mean how is it going to be covered what is going to be different than the regular 2.0 thing it if they're going to literally go all in on a new show yeah. that means you're oh. going to have ww content now twice on fridays 
you have Monday, I agree. Tuesday. Three shows in one day, kind of dumb. <laughs> you have Monday, Tuesday, and Friday now. So now what? You're gonna end up losing that, and you're gonna end up moving it to what? Inebriation Day, you know, St. Patrick's Day. What I mean, what it it's got it's got to fall into a certain pattern just so you could stay away from like AEW and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's WWE. It's their logic. When when is Vince gonna realize he rips all these scripts because he has way too many damn shows? By the way, going back because we we're cutting off the rails. Go back to the MSK thing. Malcolm Bivens' facial expressions. Oh my god, <laughs> so perfect. Oh my god, he was so, so happy. He was so happy. He was saying, "Oh my god, oh my god, I finally, oh my god. I finally won something." <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it's literally like a literal kid, um, at, opening a gift at Christmas and literally just getting all excited about it because how cool it is. He literally I, had it, that tears in his eyes. Uh-huh. The 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 sliding clothesline was really good spot. The uh, you could hear um, both people uh, the MSK both of them for that uh, that front flip or back flip uh, off the apron. Off. Yeah, yeah. Oh he's like God. you could hear on, on the microphone across from commentary. Push me off. Like push me, and then all of a sudden he does it and just pushes him right off and lands. It it literally is, you know, this match was literally best night. The way it ended, the drama in it, you like keeping one person away and stuff. I was thoroughly entertained in this. This lived up to the hype for me, and I'm so happy to see the Creed brothers winning it. Me too. I, I really I thought MSK was going to pull this out, but again, I'm eating. A really big size Irish crow right now. <laughs> How dare you hate on MSK? They're wonderful. Whoever hates on MSK, I will come in. <laughs> I hate on the masking tape kids. MSK <laughs> sucks. MSK, my sorry kids. That's what they my are. My sorry kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, that's what it stands for. So uh, must suck kids. <laughs> So no. going back to the whole, all the segments for hinting at about the women's dusty comp, it was coming after, but we'll get to that again in a second. But the after the match, Imperium standing out there talking about Ooh, how me. how they're excited to face the Creed brothers, how much pain they're going to put oh. them in. Uh, Walter, I can't. I'm not going to call him. Gunther, yeah, no, sorry. Walter. Um, like it literally says that he's looking very interestingly into the NXT t- uh, title, watching Breaker and uh, Santos Escobar. And who came out? <laughs> one of the Usos came out, not the twins, but you know, so the cousin Solo Sokoa right is the game Solo... they gave him. Um, but I'm not gonna call him that. <laughs> Um, so he came he's out, he's like, tall. Yeah. He, he, he's almost tall as Walter. That's yeah, the crazy he's a, part. He's a so tall basically boy. He came out and he was like, Yo, um, I don't care who you, you are. You want this work? <laughs> you want this work? Like, he's like, I don't give a damn about that match being sacred. I, I want to make you my bitch. He's like, Basically, I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna punch you in the face and make you my bitch. Yeah, and um, so I'm excited to see. I'm a, yeah, I'm excited this match. This match. It, it, all of a sudden, you're just gonna hear. 
<laughs> and the fans, dude, look, the WWE, so here's good. the thing. Here's the thing. Fans, if you're watching this show, if you're listening to us on any one of the podcast platforms or any one of the, the audio versions, I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm going to say. <clears throat> I love you guys. You guys are all great. Do you we? guys are you guys are fucking top notch. You guys are amazing fans. Do we like District Man thinks you guys are stupid? Yeah. Okay. Because fans are chanting as he walks as Walter is in the ring <laughs> saying, My name is Gunther. Fans are chanting Walter. 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 They're okay. not they're not gonna say Gunther. They're, they're not. not going to. No. They're chanting Walter, okay? And Solo Sokoa, we all know that he is the he's the, the Trace third Uso. Uso. The trick. He's a third Uso, like legitly. The Uso brothers are his. Well, the Usos are his brothers. I okay? I hear they're trying to speed him up to the main roster so that he can join the bloodline and everything. So when he comes out to the ring, fans are chanting Uso, Uso. Uso. Now we all and know Uso. It. We all know Uso means brother. Yeah. So the fact that the fans are chanting Uso, he looks like the fucking Uso brothers. Legitimately, he uses a super kick and a top rope splash. Top rope splash. Mm-hmm. Just let him be an Uso. Let him. Just, just like Braun Breaker, let him be a Steiner. Just let you Rank know, Steiner. Let it you be. had the name, but you let had it the Braun Breaker. God <laughs> damn it. Be. <laughs> you know, um, so fans were, were, were going on about it. And honestly, man, when Solo Sakura came to the ring, he said, I don't care if your name is Gunther. I don't care if your name is Walter. Uh-huh. Uh, you, he says, he says uh, you're the ring general. Well, since you've been the ring general, how about I come in there and make you my bitch? He literally said, I'm like, wow. And Walter was is, like, yo. Has he been watching uh, Babylon's promos? I know, like right? I hear Babylon in, in my ear. Walter was like, yo, step back. I got this. So I'm here for that. I am here for that. Hey. We're all stupid. We keep watching and talking about it. <laughs> I've gotten over it at this point. It's like an abusive relationship, bro. Right. And these it's like stands that are out. It's there. the definition oh of insanity. You, it's basically repeating the same thing over and over again, do we, do we, for a different uh, change. Do you do nothing wrong? What are you talking about? But I mean, I get it. They they're trying to build up his character, and Walter is literally the unstoppable force. He is. NXT's Andre the Giant, kind of, if you look at it that way. You know, they would put freaking people up in front of Andre to build them up. If Andre liked them, Davey would be like, cool. If he didn't like them, oh, my you, God. oh boy. I, I, you, you, you don't want to be in front of him when he's mad. No. I I think they want to give Sokoa an opportunity to get into that idea and and Shane's right. I wouldn't be shocked that they're trying to fast track him to get up there before they decide to disband the bloodline storyline up on the main roster to have him up there with them. And, you know, they're doing it probably too quickly than they should. They should just let him just take his time and stuff like that. But you're right. It doesn't make any sense. The match, when it does happen, that will be be awesome. That will be extremely physical. But it's gonna be I, brutal, hard hitting, non. But uh, I want to see someone other than that family holding a major title that isn't like a tag title or the universal title. I want somebody with like a mid card title kind of holding it, and that way they can say, "Hey, look at us! We have all the gold now." 
have them holding the IC championship. If, they, if it's really something like a mafioso kind of thing on the main roster with that, you would literally have every family member in there draping with something or holding something. You know, it it's just it, it it's just it's gonna be an awesome match regardless with him and Walter. I am excited for it. But and that seems like it's pushing the narrative because that might be Walter stand and deliver opponent. And then um the vignette that happened with uh Tommaso and Ziggler, I am so excited for it. But I wish they just held this out for a little longer. But you know, they did announce the match where we are getting Ziggler and Champa next week, which that has to go at least thirty minutes. Has to. Yes. So, one of the things is, is that we I hinted at earlier was Windy Chu. The hoo hoo chews are out there going caboose caboose. Let's get that chew going. Um, <laughs> she literally was there talking about you know the cup. Her and Dakota. Of all the pairings in this tournament, her and Dakota are the most interesting ones because they can have Wendy fall asleep in the middle of the show and then have Dakota talk to herself. (laughs) So you have a narcoleptic (laughs) character and you have somebody who has schizophrenia. And then they're supposed to be like, what the hell are we supposed to do with this? (laughs) It's going to be an interesting thing. The one thing also we didn't touch about is the whole thing of... um, Grace and Walla. Waller and Knight next week. Because yeah, let's, and, uh, let's not even talk uh, about that, that whole thing. That whole scenario was just a waste of time. Yeah, that's what there. I was pointing at because they, they, the reason why I was pointing, I pulled this. I wanted to put this out was is that because last week we were talking about this about how both people have to like agree to it, it <laughs> and then Ellie Knight's like, I read this thing at page two says he is not allowed to touch me. There's the footage. Points yeah. out, looks at him, gets the freaking jump over the barricade, roll up, pop up, stunner on uh, LA nice. Knight. And nice. I'm like, <laughs> and then the it. cops are just, it's like one of those things the cops are looking at each other, looking at each other, and just like put That's their like, hands up and walk away. You broke the agreement. It, it, it's not even that. It's just, it's the same storylines all the time. So, um, Good. so the dummy, yeah. So, main event, I thought it was a really good main event and how it all broke down. Very physical. I can't believe how quick that freaking Braun Breaker is. I can't believe how quick, like, the fast steps and stuff like that. That 4-3 speed they said he has is insane. So, what did you guys think of this match? Um, I'm sick and tired. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired. Of Santos Escobar getting ripped off. My guy, Santos Escobar. I'm tired of him getting ripped off. Um, yeah, he should he should have won, even if it was by disqualification or whatever. I'm just sick. He should have won after off. that damn super kick, uh-huh. right? Because that guy keeps delivering stellar matches. He's been he's been around longer than most of the guys in NXT right yeah, now. Yeah, he's been around since in the black they, black and gold right when right. they had that feud with Hit Row. And you know all that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. was a good match. You know that that was one of the great. That was one of their their good shit. You know it was um yeah, it, it it was good. But I'm so sick and tired of him getting the shit end of the stick. 
It's just, I mean, I, don't know. I agree with you. He hasn't held like a major title Anything since, he's been since there. he held the no. He held the the cruiserweight title for a while, but I I think he deserves at least a shot at either again at the North American Championship or you know another shot at this title. It, it, it they're making him seriously. At least someone's agreeing with making me. him more like you know Thrill says almost like a joke. Like they don't see they see him big somewhere but they don't see him big right now the problem is is that there's a log jam of talent right now so what are you going to do you're better off bringing him up and making it meaningful for him to go after a title and have the whole faction go up now the problem is look what they did with hit row so i'm kind of like but uh, i felt bad it, for the entire hit but, got released that was but this Ziggler super kick was thunderous. You could hear it, it off the mic. That was it. Um, Champa literally pulling him out. They starting fighting. Obviously, <laughs> I uh, the way this match was went was exactly the way I thought it might have went with certain tweaks here, tweaks here and there. But I I'm very happy that Breaker is still the champion, which means that we could possibly get um, a match with. You know, Champa versus Breaker, or it's going to be Ziggler. <laughs> it's going to be Ziggler at Stand and Deliver, but I have a funny feeling there'll be a triple threat, and either that or they'll try to need an emergency match, and they'll probably put the NXT title and have Breaker defended at, at at Mania against Ziggler on night two. I don't foresee that happening. Yes, I agree with the two comments that just popped up. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, Drew, in the sense that he should be NXT champion. Um, Escobar should be beforehand. But I think... Santos Escobar! This is, but I think this is like how it was with the women's in the... During the beginning of the women's revolution when you had Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha up, and then eventually Bailey, And then they bring Alexa, who has never had a title run and after the bland... Sp- the brand split happened and she was drafted to SmackDown and then it went, she went off to the races and became the goddess and won a SmackDown women's championship against Becky. So, I mean, I have a funny feeling that's probably going to end up his track where the same path is where he won't have an NXT championship and move all the way up there. So, but pretty much that's NXT in a nutshell. So overall it was an amazing show. Yeah, um, it, it was a really good show. I mean, I'm I'm guessing that this is this is their version of a uh, of of, of a, their kind of version of a not a, I wouldn't say a takeover because it wasn't a takeover version at all, but this is their version of a big le- a big big time you know big time show. And some of the matches on point. I agree with a lot of the matches they had. The way they structure some of the matches, good. They, the way they brought in Braun good. Breaker, um, the way they brought in Braun Breaker to make him look good, even when he, he even the fire he, of the Avengers Day side. Well, not, not even that stupid stuff. Like I'm talking about in the ring action. Um, it made him look good as a as a first time, you know, first defensive his title. You know, it was okay. It wasn't great. Like I wouldn't be like, oh my god, he's he's the next fucking you know uh, great Zeno world champion. Or, or, yeah. You know, um, he looked, he looked, 
capable of being the champ. But to me, he still doesn't look like the face of the of the brand. I, I think they already have the face of the brand. The best quote over the line is, I think Ziegler said it was, is that Ciampa is the pulse of NXT. So I think they have their face of the brand, they think, with Ciampa, a little bald and rugged head of his. But I honestly believe that Breaker can be the same thing with Ciampa. It's just, it's going to take time. That's why I'm more reserved on his development than having a lot of people saying, you need to bring him up. You need to bring him up. Don't you? He's not AJ Styles. I'm sorry. He cannot skip NXT and go straight there. There are very few people that have the you know the ability to do it, or they choose not to and they go to NXT. It's it's not like the way it used to be, where it's like you expect every single person who's your indie darling, quote unquote, to be on the main roster right away. In you know, there are very few exceptions. Like. The best way to put it with AJ was is that AJ was the Alex Rodriguez, young Alex Rodriguez drafted or LeBron that was drafted out of high school and went straight up to the majors, you know, or went to the NBA. It that's even though AJ has had a long career before that, I'm just saying, well, just for some people, it was equated to that quite honestly, instead of having him going to NXT. Anyone anyone that looks at AJ and says that he should went to NXT is fucking crazy. Because <laughs> there was no way Vince could bury AJ Styles as no. being a, a as being a legend in the industry. Vince can be no. like, "Oh yeah, we we made this guy. We made those NXT guys." No one in their right mind, no one would be like, "Oh, I don't know who AJ Styles is." Yeah, he's an NXT if guy. Give me a break. If they sent him to NXT, bro, that would be the that would be like like sending um, Mike Tyson. To like you know, Mike Tyson has won all these boxing championships, and he's like one of the greatest boxers of all time, right? Hey, let's go ahead and send him down to the to the the, the Golden Gloves. It's like saying Brock Lesnar is an MMA champion. Let's go ahead and send him down to the IF the IFC. <laughs> you know, let's send but, him down but, to those those fights over in Bakersfield where, where they draw like twenty five people. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> no one's gonna believe yeah. that. But that's why I was, but the point was is that there are very few people that they'll be like, okay, go straight there, and there'll be very few people that won't. I I really do believe that Escobar should be champion like twice by now. So yes. but Breaker right now for me is possibly the future, but I the way they're 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 setting him up, it seems like they're gonna try to fast track him by the end of the year to be on the main roster to have Roman beat until Mania next year. So it's just, By the it's rock. one of those things where it's like, I'm reserving my judgment with his growth over everything else, because I don't want to get all my chips all in. And all of a sudden, am I happy for him winning this? Yes. It was it the right move. No, it wasn't. But you know, they, like you said, it should have done a DQ or anything. Was the match all overall in general? It was very physical, fast paced. It was yeah. aw- really great. But the for me, I thought Escobar should have won which way, shape, or form. And it should have pushed the narrative into possible four way match that everybody's been screaming their head off from the mountains for. Um, you know, you have two, you have a match next week that's a fantasy match for some. 
And now you have a, a match where Escobar is going to say, well, I'm not done with you. You're not on my time. And it's just, it, it's just pushing the narrative for two or three matches. Now, next week's match, I said, Chop and Ziggler, that shouldn't be next week. That should be like night one of stand and deliver. Really? And then good. have them go into the next, next, next night having, Breaker face Escobar and another whoever wins that match in a triple threats being Ziggler or whatnot. I mean, it, it there's so many things they could do with this with this main event match. They pushed some narrative on it, but they didn't push all of it. But overall, it was a great a great match itself. So, other than that, I mean. Between all the segment stuff, uh, like I said, it was a really good show. And I can't wait to see what they have planned for next week other than the main event and the Dusty Cup. So, um, and shout out to Wendy Shoe for being the price part of the show. Um, oh, wait a minute. Didn't, didn't they also hint at your friend showing up next oh, week? And uh, the lovely Nikita Lyons will be debuting live on NXT next week. Nikita so, Lyons. Uh, shout out to uh, Faith. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Shout out to Nikita Lyons. Friend of the channel. Um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great, great NXT. I mean, shit. Like I said it, I said it. <laughs> um, Very spoiled little, little too. Bit of, little bit of the love of NXT uh, right here. Dominic Mysterio should have went to NXT first, in my opinion. I Dominic Dominic Mysterio yes. should have went to he should have went to two hundred five live first. Yeah, I, I want to point this out since he brought that out. So uh, G four. And um, just is going to hint out for the if this is also watching on the Twitch, the G4 and 2K announced the ratings for the wrestlers today. today. And Ray had like an like mid 80s rating, and the first thing out of his mouth saying from his career had like mid 80s and almost above 90. And one of the things they said was is that he says, if Dominic's higher than me, I'm going to riot and I'm, I'm going, going to beat to riot. Um, <laughs> I'm going to beat my kid right here. <laughs> Dominic's rating in the game is a 79. It's interesting to see how they, they're they rating all that stuff. Some of those ratings are off a little bit. You ever play? Some um, of them are fair. I won't get that. Some of them are fair, but yeah. They they put they put uh, Aunt Pam like on the spot right there with you know rate these people you knew she was gonna do one of them dirty you knew she was gonna do freaking Sasha right as best as possible <laughs> and yeah. well, Charlotte you know but oh yeah that I mean, was a seventy nine overall but other I'm than that I mean game. everyone looks great as they did in two K twenty and. This like took them since you can try to be like, hey, we messed up. We're we're gonna take two years of a break, but release Battleground, and that didn't even do good to release UK twenty two. Well, I mean, I'm surprised I haven't seen any of the NXT ratings that were either if it's been published or not. Um, because uh, you you think they would be a part of it? Yeah, uh, I can see Grayson Waller literally. Is a definite uh, confirmed though. He is, Cross is definitely confirmed. For the game, um, I what? heard. I also heard that um, not only is Cross confirmed for the game, but so is um, uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, the mm-hmm. baby, the the or the undisputed era is still in the game. Yep. 
Yeah. So that means I can do Killer Cross versus a Fiend. Well, that's what video games do for you. Other than that, I mean, that pretty much sums up the sh- uh, today's show. So, well, tell everybody I, where they can find you at uh, Throwback. Let, let the fans know where they can find you every day. <laughs> I'm here every Tuesday night, running to help, helping out with the NXT for BodySlam.net. Get you slam chats in there for help the site and actually help it grow. You know, everybody does a really great job. They work really hard. Um, I'm surprised we didn't do a commercial at all today. That's interesting. Right, commercial free. I mean, you know, the NXT show was commercial free, so I mean, hey, you know. <laughs> was it really, though? Was it really commercial free? Um, no, it really wasn't. <laughs> Thursday night is shaping up to be a really big show. I think, <laughs> and I hope that this pulls through, but I think I landed a huge guest, and it to me, this person is one of the top five wait, people wait, in he, the is he as big as Omas? Omas is he so big? Uh, is so I, th- big. I think in the so in the big. community for that we have yeah. he is literally one of the top five people in this community. Is is it, and, is it who I think it is? Is it Sean Rossap? Uh, I <laughs> Drew <laughs> I I I literally think honestly it Drew if if you had to ask me who's the out of the top out of who are the top five people that of all time, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and honestly, just to be very blunt, for wicked crazy pinfalls, uh, the out of the top five people who've been on the show a lot, I think Drew, Anakin, and Aaron are already the, they're like the Mount Rushmore of the of the channel just because wow. of the fact that they're always <laughs> on there. And they're always have uh, always willing to give their time. The Mount um, Rushmore—that's that's high praise right there, bro. Wow. Um, Rob too. So I mean, I was going to say, it, where's it, Rob Wilkins at? <laughs> Rob's a co- Rob's a co-creator too. I tell people that because it's true. Without Rob and Sean and having those conversations with Warren with them, it, it, it wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't even be in this position. Um. But Thursday night's going to be a huge, <laughs> huge show. Uh, hopefully, I've got a confirmation of the the person pos- uh, agreeing to be on. And if the and I really hope everybody tunes in, enjoys it every Thursday night. Wicked crazy pinfalls. YouTube.com forward slash throwback twenty seven, or like it says right here, throwback nine seven eight on the Twitch. See a great cast of characters. You've got Aaron, Aaron Entertainment. Anakin JMT, Big Money Drew, the head of the table of Wicked Crazy Pinfalls. You even see the franchise pop in from time to time. You see yeah, Parrish pop I, I in. I like that show. You, know, you guys are yeah. all right. You guys are all right. Uh, and you even might even see, and I'm hoping I can, if this works out for time reasons, time zone reasons, even Maggie. So, I mean. You mean Maggie uh, from the UK? What? I mean, Maggie from Bulgaria. Well, <laughs> From Maggie from Fightful, the Fightful show on Fightful Overbooks uh, show Rob with Rob Wilkins uh, show Maggie's that they have funny. is really good. Maggie's, Isn't Maggie the bartender? Yes. <laughs> Maggie uh, okay. is the only person on my show that anytime something happens, I literally have to. And if I'm no joke, go back on on this, and I'll I'll send you the thing. Uh, we did a show then that I wasn't there because I wasn't feeling too great. 
but I was listening in because I was like, oh, you know, Maggie and stuff like that. And I saw the title that Anakin, who's one of the producers, gave credit to. And it says, Maggie is mad. She needs to start uh, start venting. Watch out. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, boy. And then the first thing they talk about is COVID. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming yeah. back on. I flip up my laptop and stuff like that. It, it, it's Maggie has got a heart of gold. Maggie will forever be over by everyone. That's yeah. right. Look, I, I'm gonna tell you. Like, I, I came to the Wicked Crazy Podcast group chat one day, and I was just <laughs> messing with Maggie. Like, I followed her on 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 Twitter, and then I was like, "Oh, I see how it is. You can't follow me back." She was in the DMs. Like, yeah, I'm so one. sorry. It was I didn't I didn't see it. I was like, Maggie, it's okay. I know you're like fucking seven hours ahead of us, so it's all right. <laughs> you know, she was so apologetic. Such a sweet girl. So sweet. You yeah. guys go yeah, follow her on Twitter. Go follow her on Twitter and you better be nice to her or you will have the franchise to fucking come look at you. Or better yet, she can handle herself with all those conversations we have in that chat. Oh my lord. Right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's the the one person in the chat that I'm like, okay, she can handle her shit. (laughs) But other than that, you know, check out the Twitch channel. Check out Bodyslam.net's Twitch channel. We're gonna and yeah, gonna talk to Cass about happily start getting some gaming content up or get it up and running. And then you guys could, you know, eventually after we get affiliation and stuff like that, you could subscribe and help out the help these great people, you know. Hey, I got an idea. When GM mode, when that when that stuff is all golden, we should have an entire bodyslam.net GM mode thing. I I'm I had I am happy in that they just announced this gaming wise and that Nintendo just announced that they are bringing back um it's they call they're calling it Nintendo Switch Sports but it's the sequel to Wii Sports. And, oh, it is? Are you kidding? Yes. It is no. like really? No, I'm not kidding. I, I was, love I Wii up. Sports, bro. Wii Sports is fun. My kids hate me playing Wii Bowling with them, bro. And we tennis. Bowling, oh, Wii Sports. Kids. Bowling is my sport, man. That, that That's my second sport right there. Shane, I'll make you crawl into a hole and cry for weeks playing Wii Bowling. I mean, I'll kick your ass with Wii Bowling, you know? There we go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I got 80-inch TV in my house. Come over to my house. We'll just get it in. I almost bowled a perfect uh, game of Wii Bowling. Almost, I was almost bowled a perfect game. So almost, and almost it's so already out for pre-order. Oh man! Well, shit! Too bad I just spent my money on Adobe because I'm going to make my videos looking good from now on. <laughs> I know, I saw that. Congratulations, my man! Yeah. Well, with that being said, Shane, Shane is accredited, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. He's an affiliate. Shane, tell the people yeah. where they can find you at, and then you can find me at on Twitch at Husky Double Underscore Five One Eight. There's a whole story on that, but I'll tell you on the Twitch channel on that. And you can find me on YouTube, Husky518, where I'm taking step-by-step on the subscribers. I'm on the road to 15 subscribers. I'm going step-by-step on that. So, wait, wait. How, I, do, you, how do you get um, affiliated? How many subscribers do you need for that? You need 50. three point average viewers to come in every day, weekly, that you're live. Yeah, and you need at least 50 subscribers. So, right yeah, now, I, I'm two away from 50 subscribers and I'm averaging around two. Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah, oh, it, so, you're two away from 50 subscribers? Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching this podcast, I don't care if you don't even like Twitch. 
do me a solid. Go create a Twitch account. Go follow these two dudes on Twitch. Yeah, right what are you doing on Facebook Gaming? Facebook Gaming sucks. Like, literally, it does. Like, uh, uh, very soon, um, because with I'm going to get a capture card for the Switch and stuff like that. But very soon, um, there are a bunch of games coming out. E- uh, I'm thinking about even doing something where to stream for E3 and just have that go and just have fun with it. Um, there was a trailer drop for Old Republic, uh, the Legacy of the Sith that just dropped. There's oh, been no, they got so my many gaming Um, You've got the 2K, you know, 22 coming out for WWE. You've got, you know, Almost days. MLB. Almost days. You have MLB 22 coming out soon. So there's so many things you could that you can have what be on there watching us do. I'm, as soon as I get a capture card, we might even be doing other stuff like you know My Hero Academia on the on the on my Twitch stuff, or having Anakin pop in and do some stuff. But just support all of our stuff because you know without you guys, we wouldn't be hey, doing this. If you guys are in for Uno Night on the PlayStation or Xbox, I'd be down for that. <laughs> I mean, well, it'd be fun to see Drew do that too. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, that's you, you, man. Let's get it in, dudes. Let's do it, um, ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, let's go ahead and yeah. pay some of these bills real quick so we can get out of here. <clears throat> you can find uh, Throwback at Throwback nine seven eight. You can find Shane Husky at Husky five one eight. You can find me at the Franchise Player Double B Bad Blood. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at the Bad Blood Brand. You can find me on Facebook at the Bad Blood Brand. Guess what? Instagram too, Bad Blood Brand. Um, you can find me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night here on Viasam.net on the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night, you can find me here on Tuesdays with this dude right here. This dude right here. Psst, that guy right there. Throwback. And sometimes that dude right there is the guy in the chair, Shane Husky. Um, but this, ain't even my, this is not even my regular week. And this is like my or, time. or you might be seeing somebody from the Wicked Crazy Crew. We've had that popped up. You never know who will pop up on this yeah. crazy show. But I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, on Saturday, if you are on, if you're on the West Coast, we're talking nine a.m. Oh, nine a.m. I'll be at work. Nine a.m. for a live, and I said live. We like to call it Saudi mania, but the Elimination Chamber what? live watch along. We're gonna be getting it in myself. I got uh, I got um, my boyfriend <laughs> the the call up podcast um. Adam, according to Woods, the MMA, Adam the Maharaja of MMA you is know joining what? us. I'm going to beg my boss to watch the watch along with you guys. So, so I can, I mean, I, it's, it's going to be lit. The, and the best part is I am the boss for where I work. So on my lunch, I'll try to skip finagle it for that whole two or three hour block. And then I'll just pop in through my phone like last and, time. And every time when a customer goes by and when they hear a swear, I'll be like, what'd you say? I didn't say nothing. That was my phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Shane's gonna be getting himself in trouble. It, it all depends on the time because usually when when I'm working on Saturdays, it's usually quiet after a certain point. And then, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. It's not even nine o'clock. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even nine. It is time for me to talk it's to you. It's almost midnight. About donating to bodyslam.net to help keep the website going. So we can continue to bring you a variety, a wide and entertaining variety of MMA and pro wrestling like content. Ladies and gentlemen, 
you can help subscribe. You can help help this channel just get bigger and bigger. Help the boys out and the ladies out here by going to www.slamchats.com. That is www.slamchats.com. Become Slamchastic. Yeah. And with that being said, for your boy in the chair, Shane for the man with the golden hand, throwback, and your boy, the franchise. It's so big. That's right, Drew. Central music and the voice of bad blood. Signing off once again for NXT. Yeah.